Virgin Royal, uh, uh, rockin' Navy, uh, uh, know y'all with me, uh, uh, let's get it, baby, uh, rockin' Royal, uh, for Salt City FC, the podcast about soccer on the Wasatch Front, we are still obsessed with those girls down south. The number six rated team in the country, BYU women's soccer, live and in the flesh from Round Rock slash Austin, Texas. Depends on the day, sometimes depends on the hour, depending on the weather. Uh, joined right now by Breck and Mazingo. Rashi Walbrook, you may also know her as Ellie, Aaron Bailey, aka EB7, and Allie Fryer, who, Allie, I'm not going to lie, we really need to find a really good nickname for you. Like, you still got a couple of years left in this program. Do you have a nickname, or can we come up um, with one for you on the spot? The only one I can think of is growing up, my dad would call me Jimmy because I played on a boys' soccer team. So every time they'd say my name, they would know who they're talking to. So they had to switch to a boy name. So. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. <laughs> I love that. I, I'm kind of digging this Jimmy nickname. <laughs> All right. We could call we could call her Jimmy 23. I mean, her number is 23, and then Jimmy's the name, so Jimmy's 23. Jimmy 23? Jimmy. I like that. Yeah. I like it. Well, I'm, I, I'm just throwing stuff out there. Well, Jimmy right now is eating world. That was Ron Weaver the third from ESPN 960 also. Thank you, Ron. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy is eating world right now uh, as one of five Cougars leading the team right now with 10 goals apiece. Aaron Bailey, Ali Fryer, Breck Mazingo, Olivia Wade-Katoa, and Ellie Walbrook. We've got four of the five with us today. We'll give Liv a little bit of something-something after practice for not joining us. She's probably sleeping in right now. Uh, let's, let's not lie. Um, but let's let's go to the goal-scoring room right now. Your roommates right now at this moment, um, Wally and Bailey. What is it about this team's attack that seems to be clicking on all cylinders right now? You got 10 goals scored in this Big 12 tournament and before Saturday's final against Texas. Like, what's working so well in the attack right now? Okay, um, I just think over time throughout this season, we've just worked really hard on um, just implementing different things into our attack so we're trying to just really focus on being creative and like not only doing the same type of thing when we're trying to get in and score goals so we've been working on like getting in behind or getting in line and getting off across or working through the middle or getting our midfield faced up just like everything you can think of we've just been like working on it in pieces and I think finally it's starting to mesh together that we're all trying to we're all starting to get on the same page and we're starting to be more creative with it and um, it's just been really fun to see how it just has all been working together and uh just everyone is just scoring goals after goals and it's so fun. I think another thing too is just there's so many players on this team that can score, even if it's the front line, the midfield, or even our defenders, everyone can get on the board. And I think that's something super cool that this team has is that you shut one of us down, then the next person's gonna step up and score a goal for us. Yeah, building off that a little bit from Ellie, Brecken, as somebody who kind of lives in those spaces and multiple attacking spaces between the midfield and, and forward, you do a lot of setup play. You also do a lot of finishing play right now. Obviously, you got 10 goals on the year, so uh, we can't ignore that. But you're 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 pulling the strings and you're also finishing the offense. How much fun is it for you to have a whole bunch of options, whether it's for you to go to goal or to find one of these girls in front of you to to put the ball in the back of the net? 
I mean, it's a ton of fun. Just like Aaron was saying, how we've been working on everything in pieces day by day, week by week, and how everything is coming together. It is very fun to see how everyone is getting on the same page now. Because sometimes before, like the forwards would be on a different spectrum. Midfield would be on a different spectrum. Even like different players in the midfield would be on a different spectrum. And it is just such a blessing to be able to see it all come together in the most important time of season. Yeah. Uh, most important time of year. And in, indeed there you're in the postseason officially it's winter go home right now in the conference tournament, um, at least until selection Monday. Uh, we'll say when the NCAA tournament starts, then it really is win or go home. Can you guys feel sort of the energy or the urgency around this time of year? Like what, what is, What's that feeling like? What's what's that emotion like when you get to this time of year for, for any of you? I feel like for me, it's excitement. If anything, I think our team has a lot of depth. And so going into the tournament, I'm very confident in our team and our ability to go to the championship. So that's my overall feeling. Well, and and Allie, you kind of broke out a little bit last year as a freshman, as, as a goal scorer, getting on the, the end of a whole bunch of of movement sort of just finding your place in front of goal and whatnot and i'm not gonna lie like last year you broke out at a time when the team was sort of struggling to finish goals you certainly created a lot more chances than you were finishing you don't have that problem anymore this year it feels like you're you're leading the nation in goal scoring what sort of changed this season for you girls to where you're you're just finding everything. And then I'll ask Aaron the same thing because she's, I think, probably a big part of that coming off the bench. Miss Miss Super Sub herself, but Allie first. <laughs> um I think it's finding the ball in the box. Last year, um, we had a really hard time getting in line and slotting the ball in. And so where I found most of my goals was outside the 18, kind of curling it in. But this year, the team is doing a lot of work and getting the end line and all the other players are doing the extra work so then I can get those easy tap-in goals. So it's a very much team effort this year, I feel like. Last year, I was just um, taking some crazy shots and like luckily, a lot of them are going in. But this year, it's just very planned, very methodical and we're getting balls around and then slotted in and it's easy tap-ins. So I feel like that's where most of my success is this year. EB, same question. What, what's kind of different this year uh, compared to the team kind of last year, midway through the season, maybe even this time last year, where it just feels like finishing is is coming a little bit more naturally to you guys? I think, like Ali said, I think we're doing a lot better job of getting into the box and creating better opportunities. Um, all last year, we said that the, the outside of the box shots aren't the highest success rate, but it still felt like that's all we could do. We didn't know necessarily how to get inside the box. And so I think this year we just, everyone's like wants a turn of scoring. And so then we realize how it works. We just divide it around everyone and we just get in the box and get everyone set up. And I think that this year, everyone just really bought into our theme of all in that it's all in. It doesn't matter how we score, we just want to score. And so, or who scores, we just want to score. And so it's just been so fun to be able to be creative. And I think as we've had that success of getting in, getting the back of the net, I think it's been, it's almost unlocked our confidence and unlocked our 
um creativity and so now we're like oh this worked let's try this and then whatever and we just get to try things and be creative and I think that it's just added to our confidence and made it so much more fun and easier to score because we know we, we've just had experience with it this year transition to the defensive side in the out of your last six matches you guys have had four shutouts um you even shut out UCF I think it was up to the last like 15, 10 minutes of 15 minutes of the match. Penalty um, kicks don't count, Ron. You know that. Penalty kicks don't that, count. And that's that, that's true. We we've had discussions. So you guys have pretty much didn't have five shutouts in six matches. According to Sean's, uh Sean doesn't count PKs then. Um, what has been working defensively for you guys? What has clicked like the last games? Why have you guys just locked in defensively and why have people had such a tough time scoring on you guys? I think I can yeah, I think one thing for us is just that. We're, we've bought in like such like defensive energy, even from like our press, like that's what like kind of gives us the confidence to build our attack is our defensive energy. So I think from starting it from the press, from our midfield, especially our backline and our keepers, we've just done a phenomenal job of keeping the zero on the board. And I think Lava has been a big part of that as being a leader in the back and just kind of helping anyone who subs in or starts really um just to keep that defensive energy up and I think we've done a great job and it's a great way to start right now because going into tournament we have to keep his ear on the board so we're just going uphill from now Ellie you mentioned how everybody's bought in Aaron used the words all in how everybody's all in on on this year's team and everything and I can't help but notice before every game the uh, all in queen, if you will, she writes it on her thigh after every before every game is Brecken Mazingo right there. Brecken, what's it mean to you to be all in and how are you kind of, I guess, like spreading that mentality or, or that 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 sense of urgency, I guess, of being all in to your team? Um, I wouldn't like take that all personally on me, but I've been writing this since probably my sophomore year on my leg. Um, I can't remember if it was just because we went to the tournament and I started writing it, but it mainly would just like help me with my nerves because I would go into the game like thinking just so much about how I have to play, what I have to accomplish, um, just everything about the game and what makes players jittery, what happened before the game and how I would calm myself down was by just remembering all in like it would keep myself present on the play. If there was a restart, it would be like, okay, forget about everything that's happened within that, you know, 45 minutes, 15 minutes, whenever that restart was, and just be all in on that play and figure out what I can do during that next, like, little play to get the ball up to attacking third or whatever it may be. So, I don't know. I honestly didn't – I don't think I had any real um, influence on it being – all in this year I think the captains just kind of came together and thought about what we need to do in order to get to the national championship this year and something that we had to think of that I think really has implemented and just made a footprint in our team from last year is just being all in I think that's the biggest difference yeah that's awesome she's very she's very humble so I can't ask her this I'm gonna ask her teammates uh, for the three of you that are underclassmen, what is it about uh, Brecken Mazingo's leadership that's contagious? She just leaves it all out on the field. Brecken's a silent killer. You never really know what Brecken's thinking. And so <laughs> True. 
she just goes out there and balls out and she just leads through her composure. Like, even though she kind of says that she gets those jitters, you would never notice it from Brecken because she just is so posed on the field and she just makes it look so easy. So I think just from her, like us seeing her be so composed and just leave it all on the field and just playing the way that she knows how to play just leads us in her path. And we want to be like Brecken's. So. And I think also with that, she's not necessarily like a vocal leader in like pregame like talks or whatever it's not necessarily like what she says it's just what she does and off the off the field or like outside of extra work she does so much extra work Mm -hmm. you know she's always working you know that she's putting in everything and she's all in all the time not just during practice not just during games she does her own stuff she makes sure that she's just always ready and it's just you see that example and that just leads the team to want to be more all in also and I think one more thing, um, just like she's like a student of the game. She really knows the game. <laughs> look at her, look at her around. She really knows the game. And like, if you go to her, I can ask her anything. And like being a forward and her being a withdrawn, like we really need to connect and be on the same page. So like talking to her at halftime, just knowing what we can do better, what we this works or what doesn't work, just knowing that. And she really leads in that way. And yeah, she's awesome. She's a great teammate and we love to play with her. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think you can tell that that you guys really love to play with Brecken. Um, and, and she's a really fun player right now mm-hmm. to watch. So we're going to give her some more kudos because uh, in, uh, in we're recording this on a Thursday for those listening later, but in last night's 4-1 win over UCF, Brecken was just all over the place making all sorts of plays. Uh, the mm-hmm. most impressive play I thought she had actually wasn't a goal scored. Uh, it was a moment that right now is going viral on social media. You guys know what I'm talking about. We talked about this a little bit off air, but I'm going to make it public. I just want to go to some commentary uh, on a, an ankle-breaking nutmeg um, <laughs> that Brecken had against a UCF defender. She's getting really nervous right now. She's blushing. I love this. But I love some of this commentary. It's it's blowing up my Twitter feed. It's blowing up Instagram right now. Um, here's one. Uh I think number four needs a stretcher after that. Okay, so there's one comment. Uh, Brecken, but those ankles. Uh, she has a family, Brecken. Uh, let's see. EB7 just says insane, which I think says it all. Uh, Ellie Walbrick says she is, Brecken is her. Uh, here's another one. Dude, that was dirty. Uh, Brecken was on fire. Juke so bad she slipped. Look at Mazingo with the magic feet. Uh, Holy Yako from former BYU football player Jackson Kafusi. That might be one of my favorites. I'm not sure what the story is behind Yako, but we're going to go with that one. Uh, obsessed, have a day, footwork, love it, love it, love it. Um, when you guys see a moment like that, and all of this up to Brecken as well, but if she doesn't want to talk about herself, then I'm, I'm going to open it up to one of you. Uh, underclassmen when you see a moment like that can you feel the energy in the stadium like turn when when that kind of a play happens you know an ankle breaking juke or a hard tackle or you know even something's not necessarily a goal yeah um, I think you go go for Rashi <laughs> I think for sure like the energy turns up but like I think Brecken like was doing this all night and I honestly kind of felt bad for the right back yeah. um but or I guess left back, but she was like, 
even that one, like it's on screen, but like there was a few times in the actual game that she had like similar plays like that. And obviously her goal was fantastic, but I think when she does like something special like that, yeah, you feel the energy and you feel like it, like everyone's on our back and like we have the momentum and yeah, I think we had it the whole night because of Brecken and yeah, it was a great game. Ali, did you want to add to that? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, we can definitely feel the energy shift in the stadium. Um, mostly at Southfield just cause we have so many fans, but I just remember I was on the sideline when Brecken made that move and we were just all going crazy screaming. So it's super fun to kind of make fun of their team when we, when Brecken sauces them up. Yeah. So. <laughs> I have something to add. Whenever anyone makes anyone at Southfield, you can hear it automatically, no matter where you are, even if you're at home, like two minutes away, you can hear when someone gets <laughs> just destroyed. And most of the time, I feel it's I feel like it's Ellie Mon. Like Ellie Mon is the Meg mm. Queen. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Ellie's Ellie's got Ellie's got the Megs down. Ellie's got the Megs down. All right, Brecken. Also, also, I'm embarrassing you so much, uh, because you guys do still have another game left in the Big Twelve tournament tournament final this Saturday against Texas, uh, a team you guys know very well, a team that you guys actually beat in Austin earlier this year. They were ranked 14th in the country at the time. Um, and then uh, 3-2, I think a certain someone here might have had a game-winning goal, if I remember. We I won't embarrass so. you too much. We won't embarrass EB too much, though. Because oh, I want to ask you, Brecken, uh, about this Texas team <laughs> and kind of what you guys are doing to – to uh to prepare for ut and you got to know i like i got a feeling that you got to know texas is probably going to come after you after the way you you guys upset them on their home field earlier this year right yeah i mean obviously we've just had to take it game by game the first game this week was against oklahoma yesterday was against ucf and saturday is just a game that we found out was against you know university of texas so with that being said, all we can do is take it day by day. And today we have a training at 1245 and it's probably just getting out, getting loose, moving our bodies around, making sure that we are prepped, ready to go. But I think it all comes down to recovery at this point. We know we can play against them. We know that we have the players, the personnel, we have the deep bench, we have everything that we could ask for and need. We have it and we feel very blessed that we have it and we've worked ourselves so hard to be able to have that. And so I think just for this game on Saturday, it's just our last game of season. And then last game before, I guess the NCAA championship where everything seriously is on the line. And especially for me and like all the other 10 seniors, um, it's just a good prep to be playing a great team. Um, right before we're trying to, you know, staple or just achieve the goals that we've been having at the beginning of season. You mentioned, uh, you know, you guys can play with them, and that's obviously true. The game was a 3-2 victory, your guys' way. Um, I know you said you're focused on its recovery at this point, just getting out and getting loose, but what what can you guys learn from what you played last time about them? Um, you guys are obviously – are the number one goal-scoring team in the nation. They're right behind you. You guys have 68. They have 63. Um, what can you guys learn from the last match? Um, is there anything that you can change going into Saturday, 
or is it like what you said, Brecken, just pretty much getting loose in recovery at this point? Is it me answering? Sorry. It, it's anybody. Um, I think that I, I can go if you want. Um, I think that we have really focused on our defensive energy. And I think that we've gotten more organized in our press and in our back line and our just whole overall defense, um, defensive energy. And I think that's something we've also focused on as well as our attack. And so I think we've just like fine tuned a lot of things since we've last played them. And so I think a lot of it is recovery and just being ready to play because we know what we can do. And I think we're just going to go play our game, not worry too much about them and just know that we've put in all the work and we're ready to go. We just need to rest up and be ready. Another person I feel like that has been, oh, no, someone else wanted to answer. Oh, you're good. You go. Okay. I feel like another person that has been um, ready to go the whole tournament all season, obviously she's another senior. She's the week 12 player of the week. Um, got announced. Olivia Way Katoa, I think she's got three goals in the tournament. Uh, she scored in that last game against Texas, I believe, as well. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, what is it about Liv? What what has gotten into her just the last few games? You know, she's been on one since the tournament started. I think Liv just... was a... Oh, you got it. <laughs> I, I like no one was talking when I was talking. You're good. You know, we can be crazy if we we're all in the same room. Stupid. You can go, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say just just we really emphasize just getting our 10 the ball facing forward and anytime we get our 10 the ball facing forward dangerous things happen either it's her slotting a ball through to the forwards or the withdrawns or her taking it forward and shooting it and so when we get live with the ball facing forward we know something's gonna come of it so she's very dangerous and anytime she wants to get her shot off it's it's always gonna be scary for the other team so mm-hmm. I think, another, wood. Oh, ahead, yeah. I think another thing is that like her sweet spot, we've talked about this all the time in practices, her sweet spot is on the top of the 18 and just making those runs as forwards and withdrawns, like making those really runs to open up that space for her. We really executed yesterday and she, like I said, her sweet spot's at the top of the box and she executed really well and scored two fabulous goals. She's had some sweet, um, sweet goals at the top of the box as well. There's a couple I can recall during the season where I was like, that was a banger. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that that that's for Rachel McCarthy, and that's according to Coach. Who the next question is about? We've talked about all in. Um, we've talked about you know a person getting the ball too. Did you guys get a ball to Jennifer Rockwood after that 450th win? Um, and what what about it is her? She's just I mean a stat like that is crazy in any college sport um across but what what about it about jennifer rockwood have you guys loved the most um about her just all season in the second half in the season what makes jen such a special coach because i call her the goat coach at byu she's the goat <laughs> that's why she's the goat <laughs> um i think <clears throat> sorry b you go um i was just gonna say i think jen has just been very consistent she hasn't been um changing like she strictly stays to her values stays to what works and that obviously has worked like it's been 450 wins like that's crazy just like you said 
not everyone knows how to do that or how to get there or it just takes so much time to get there so much discipline consistency all of that and that's what Jen did the goat mm-hmm. you can go in yeah I was just like adding on to that I feel like she just um has a lot of fun energy as well and that's something we've kind of like focused on is just having good fun energy and I think she just Jen just does such a great job of letting us like embrace that while staying focused and while getting the job done but letting us have fun and letting us embrace like just giving us a place to express our energy and like our fun um unique personalities while we still get the job done so I think she just does a great job of that too well and getting the job done I think describes the rest of this week like I mentioned before big 12 championship tournament final this Saturday BYU Texas the two hottest scoring teams in the country the two best offenses in the country, statistically at least. Uh, tune in, Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus. I'll get you guys out of here on this because you got to go get ready. you got to go get prepared. Uh, thanks for joining us for a couple of minutes before practice. We really appreciate it. Um, Wally, let, let's uh, – Ellie, Wahlberg, let's uh, let's end this. I, I call you like four different nicknames. I'm sorry, Rashi. Okay. Um, but, but let's get you out of here on this. What's one thing that you feel like you guys need to do in order to get the dub on Saturday against a very talented – UT said. Yeah. I mean, credit to Texas. They're a phenomenal team. They have two of the best attacking players in the nation statistically. Um, but I think just like Aaron said, having that defensive energy um will really make things and create things for us in the attack. And when we have those chances in the attack, just making sure we execute them and finish them off and just having fun, honestly, like it's a big 12 championship, our first one. And just having that energy and that fun energy is really going to propel us and make us get that win on Saturday. So we're super excited. And it's something we have prepared for this whole season. So it's just a first championship and let's start it on Saturday. Started on Saturday, big 12 tournament final. Uh, if you're in the Austin slash round rock, depending on the day, depending on the hour, depending on the weather area, get there. Support these girls. Big 12 now on ESPN Plus for everybody else. Uh, For Ronald Weaver III, thanks so much to Brecken Mazingo, Ellie Walbrook, Aaron Bailey, and Jimmy, a.k.a. Ellie Fryer. Uh, Appreciate you girls for joining us for a couple minutes, and good luck this Saturday. Rock and Royal. Thank Thank you. you. Rock and Navy. Uh.